Sci-Fi. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. This is a Starburns Audio produced podcast that uh, is like tinfoil hat with Sam Tripoli, except there's no expert guest ever. Uh, by that, that is from B Varda on iTunes. Thank you, B Varda, for your five star review. You. Uh, if you have a five star review, leave it on whatever iTunes is about to become. I know. Is there another place to do reviews? Because you can't on Spotify. I don't know if you can on iHeartRadio. And I found out today that we're not on Pandora. It's is- going to, I mean, whatever it turns into, it'll be the same thing, I think. So whatever. Just keep leaving them there until they figure their shit out. That's where we'll read them from. Um, let's welcome aboard the SSRLSF, our guest, actor, comedian from the upcoming The Art of Self-Defense. It's Davey Johnson. Hi. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm doing very well. I didn't know Sam Tripoli had a a podcast investigating. Uh, is it paranormal stuff or like it's conspiracy? It's called Tinfoil Hat, so I guess so. The I last... don't even know who that is. I don't either. I'm an idiot. He's a comedian. Uh, he's a very nice guy. He's a like a comedy store guy, and he used to do a podcast. He probably still does. He was one of the pioneers of putting together onto a podcast uh, adult film stars and comedians talking about whatever oh, just yeah i've heard just of that. let it go and uh then he would do live shows on that and that's one of the worst uh experiences of my life on stage because i was with uh my friend randy litke and i used to do a two-person act but it wasn't stand-up it was just characters and sketches yeah so he immediately didn't belong on a show that had adult film stars and and stand-up comedians like legitimate <laughs> because ours required uh following beats and yeah right uh, yeah like but he's like do this with these two porn stars on either side of you and uh it just went so terribly wrong <laughs> nobody wanted to see two people doing a sketch uh, in the middle of something that required people to you know have discourse <laughs> yeah discourse right. with the audience yeah. with what was going on beside them <laughs> uh, but yeah triple's a nice guy and and he 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 knows what his audience wants. He Didn't just I, made the mistake of including us. Was it Randy? Um, uh, weird. Was he the one that had the the cookie cell phone? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about that? Yeah, Randy had this I idea so, that because yeah. because it's illegal to drive with your cell phone, right? Like a handheld device. So he made a a cookie that looked exactly like a cell phone, like an iPhone. Can we say yeah. the specific name? Sure. And kept it up to his ear until he was pulled over and said, oh, you mean this? And took a bite out of it. And <laughs> but he had, what, did he have unpaid parking tickets or something? <laughs> Probably. I think he, so. He got it arrested went, anyways. It went south pretty fast. <laughs> not for the, t- yes. Yeah, so. not, not arrested, but, you know, he got a good beat down from whoever. If there's one thing I know about cops, it's they have great senses of humor. Like, they love. <laughs> sense of humor. Yeah, th- coming up to that window and having a bit thrown in their face. Yeah. They love it. <laughs> Zoinks. Yep. They're gonna find anything wrong. So tell us about this. Uh, this it's a movie, The Art of Self Defense. Yeah, it's a feature film. I do. Uh, I'm not heavily involved in it. I just showed up for. Um, it's shot in Kentucky. I did a day, did a did a few scenes, and uh, then got really drunk because it's a college town, Louisville, and also it's a bourbon town, and that's my story. 
it's a it's a kind of an examination of like um what masculinity means to people and and like you know it is about like toxic toxic masculinity but uh-huh. so like what it means to be a man and what it means to be to defend yourself and it's very funny and i hear good things i haven't actually seen it but I hear is there a release things. date or anything uh july 12th limited july 19th nationwide okay yeah. so it's coming got jesse up. eisenberg imogen poots um josh fadum plays the character in it we saw each other at an adr session for those of you who don't know adr is when you try to fix your acting by coming in to adjust the ah. audio <laughs> yeah it's the easiest thing to do right yeah <laughs> i mean you do hear it those, better yeah you hear three beeps and then immediately act. <laughs> I had to do ADR for, I was in an episode of Community and they're like, just, there's like a fight scene here, just like throw out some stuff. And I was just like, I don't know, fucking, I kept cussing. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, there's cussing in this because it's on Yahoo now. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, they're probably not going to waste their cussing on some background guy and i was like yeah that's a good point yeah but i couldn't stop i don't know it's a fight scene <coughs> rip his fucking head off mm-hmm. all right let's do the wow scale wow scale Uh, Davey, if you yeah. don't know, the WOW scale stands for Waiter Willie. Okay. Series of five questions. Oh, I think I've done this before. I'll see if I've evolved. For you to evolve, we would have to remember what I you know. were. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I get, maybe one of the loyal fans can go back and, and check. Yeah. Uh, first question, three-parter. Do you believe in aliens? If so, have they visited Earth? If so, have they visited Earth in the last 300 years? It's um, not funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we, yeah. This None of this podcast is funny. Yeah. Well, it depends on what you mean by aliens. Do you mean something? Uh, hey, that's up to you, man. Oh, man. Of course there's other life on other planets. Mm-hmm. And of course there's been some sort of... Uh, 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 <laughs> some, some sort of society or some sort of animal... Um, kingdom set up with them and perhaps intelligence and perhaps they've they've built enough intelligence to to traverse the universe rival that of man's intelligence our ultimate intelligence that humankind has (laughs) no i believe i believe there are aliens as far as like visiting i'm not um i'm not entirely sold on that stuff i think it's i think there are a lot of things that are kind of kept dangling there for people to be led by people who know better or worse word you know what i mean yeah like the report that came out about whatever navy or air force maybe reporting ufos and then you know Uh our esteemed commander-in-chief saying (laughs) um yeah i heard of that you know, uh-huh. yeah, I've been told about this. It's interesting. I don't know if I believe them. He yeah. said something like that. I was like, All right. <laughs> yeah. God forbid. But he clear. He, yeah. Whatever. Um, Have so, they visited Earth? What's that? Have they visited Earth? Can we take a pass? Does it have to be a yes or no? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm getting. I'm going to say no. 
Okay, so that means they haven't visited Earth in the last 300 years. Yeah. Next question. Do you believe in ghosts? Um, no, I believe in energies uh, left over by people, and people can sense that. Okay. Yeah. Were you raised religious? I was raised very religious. Really? What, yes. what kind? Uh, it was uh, the Nazarene Church, which is a fairly strict, I believe, uh, would it be Protestant? It's one of those sects. Mm-hmm. For a church that doesn't believe in abortion, there are a lot of sects. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, baby. Good joke. Put yeah, that in the joke wow. wow. Should I tweet that? I've been off Twitter for the last like year. I don't know if it works in text form. <laughs> Does it? I don't know. <laughs> um, so did, did you ever buy into it? Or, or were you always sort of like sniffing it out? That is a hard one to think about. I think I must have had to have bought into it, but fairly early on, I think I was acting like I was buying into it, or it was a struggle to really believe. Okay. And I think part of that is because when when you're raised to kind of look and read the text and listen to how people interpret that, you know, as your brain develops, you're yeah. like, wait a minute. You know, it was weird. Uh, so, wait, wait. Did you go into middle school or high school with any of those? Or or were you still involved but then didn't believe? Or Yeah. But I think in the middle school, um, part of the motivation was there was like a... It was kind of like Boy Scouts, but it was, uh, it was called like caravans. It was the Nazarene Church's version of Boy Scouts. And you could earn badges and you could earn patches. And at the end, you get this thing called the Phineas S. Brzee Medal. And that would be like becoming an Eagle Scout, I guess. Wow. Like the Nazarene Church version of that. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I, I want to get that medal. But I wasn't like wholeheartedly into it. And I kind of think that the whatever their version of the scout leader was, I think he kind of like fudged some of the paperwork too uh, yeah. because they wanted to have a win. Right. For our particular branch of the Nazarene. Yeah, I mean, I was church. in Cub Scouts, and it was very easy to earn all of the badges, because it yeah. was like, eh, whatever. This it's not that seven. hard to be a good person. Right. <laughs> Who knows some things yeah. about some things. Um, what about Bigfoot? Bigfoot, no. Any of the cryptozoological, uh, Chupacabra, uh, Loch Ness? Maybe the Nimmergar. What is that? The Nimmergar out of Wyoming? It's well, like this it. tiny little man. There's this tiny little mummified skeleton of a man. Look it up. I don't know how to spell it. And honestly, um, depending on who you are, it might uh, it might uh, spell check it to a, a word that might be off color. But Nimmergar, yeah, the tiny little A legendary boy. race of little people. Yep. Maybe that, little people. Wow. Cool. I believe in little people. I believe in tall people, too. Abraham Lincoln, what was he supposed to be? You know, uh, not to, not, I'm not trying to sway He was a you. president. No, but I mean, wasn't he part of something that was like a huge, it was kind of like a cryptozoological type of people. They were like known for being gigantic, <laughs> comparatively. Giants? Do you mean giants? <laughs> no, but out of like, whatever. Where was he from? I, I'm, I mean, no, like the land of Lincoln, like Illinois. But I mean, like, wasn't he from like Appalachia? I don't know. You don't know? Do we know our history? 
Fuck, I don't fuck know. no. No. All I know is that he bribed people to to get his way. Did you know that uh, the orangutans were a myth for a while? Really? Yeah. Just saying. But for did the internet exist? <laughs> did, I mean, we hadn't conquered. We hadn't, as, as a species, conquered the world. That's There's got to be so much. I you mean, can't Kumail say Nanjiani. The world. K- Kumail Nanjiani has that, or used to have that bit. Um, I don't know if he's doing much stand-up anymore. He's like a movie star, uh, a very handsome Valentino-looking movie star. I might add. Yeah, go see Stuber. Go see Stuber. In theaters now? In theaters probably a week before The Art of Self-Defense. And he's in that, uh, the first episode of the Twilight Zone reboot. Yeah. But he, he used to have this bit <laughs> he used to have this bit about the exploration of the ocean, like how there are literal monsters in the ocean just yeah. because we haven't um, we haven't seen every creature. So I, I believe there's some oceanic creatures that probably are pretty amazing and perhaps cryptozoological. There could be a Loch Ness type of creature, but not in Loch Ness. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean that's like saying there are aliens. Yeah. It, 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 there has to be weird shit in are the you, ocean. You not a believer in, in what? aliens? No, in I believe world? kind of. I believe the the dumb generic like the universe is too big to th- be conceited enough to think that we're the only ones. Yeah, I don't really think they've been to Earth. Yeah, I think there is intelligent life, but what about psychics? You buy into them? No. Telekinesis? No. Have you ever had your palms read? No. You've never gone to a psychic? No. Huh. All right. But uh I haven't either. I've I've known enough um uh evangelical ministers to <laughs> <laughs> to know you can kind of you can hit upon something if you just kind of talk enough. <laughs> you know? If you're the only one talking, yeah, you're the yeah, only you one do talking. that cold read thing, and you right? see someone kind of going like, hmm, and then you go into a different topic, and they're like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, superstition. Uh, am I superstitious? Yeah, do you um, have no. like things that you do or no? Um, I mean, I have routines. I get my coffee in the morning, <laughs> but not in a superstitious way. Did you no. play baseball? I did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I played baseball when I was a youngin, but uh, as far as superstition, no. I was in theater in uh, junior high, all the up until now, and I'm st- I'll still, you know, don't care about saying Macbeth in a theater <laughs> or anything. Ooh, really, it's a little hard to I say. I would just it out not loud say it because it, other people would be yeah, freaked it, out. It, it's hard to say it out loud, even now, because other people are. And because other people you are like, go outside right now. Do you know what the times. fuck you did? Yeah. Do you yeah. know how to get rid of it? No one has been able to tell us how to get rid of it. It's like this. you go outside, turn around three times and um, perform some sort of uh, Reverend Dinsdale type of self-flagellation. Okay. <laughs> you think there's ever going to be something where like you have to go to this certain website if you, and, and, you know, like the millennial version of... of <laughs> Like debunking, or you know, not oh, there has to like fixing the to, thing. You have to go to this website and you have to like enter in your age. Was was Momo that? Like, if Momo told you, you had to. Otherwise, you were. Is that the name? What's of the, Momo? Yeah, I didn't really. It, Momo was that was the a, character. It was that that chicken face thing. Yeah, yeah, lady. 
it was basically, it was Mark McKinney as the chicken lady. Oh, oh, oh! No. But it wasn't. No, yeah, weird. Well, this isn't that game where you had to commit suicide at the end, right? I don't know, maybe. But it's like, yeah, people can be convinced of enough stuff if people go along. Forty-two percent of the nation is convinced a certain person is is fit to be some sort of leader. And that's a that's a small amount. That's a less than uh, the majority yeah. amount. Yeah, but. Um, I think that that's probably on par with, I don't know, here, here's my feeling. Like, as far as when it comes to conspiracies and things like that, there's a, there was a pretty good, ah, I forget where it was, but then there was a documentary uh, on the Flat Earthers as well, just kind of exploring, but it wasn't the documentary. I'm, I'm going off on a tangent here, but there was like a person who went to a Flat Earther Society meeting and talked with them about, just on a level, not insulting them about their beliefs about the earth being flat, not doing anything like that. But what he came to discover, his big takeaway, was that if if someone believes a tiny little thing about conspiracy or the fact that some sort of authority or somebody who's like an expert is trying to fool you, it opens up their brain to larger conspiracies until it's down to the earth is flat you know right. or or what have you but um but that sounds like a lame uh i think people can be opened up pretty easily i think people you can crack a brain pretty easily i mean willie you're not too easily you're like but, living uh, evidence I, of that no no but i like it's it, it to me it, it's the equivalent of well if you smoke cigarettes you'll end up doing heroin yeah because you because you did the one thing yeah but if you smoke enough and cigarettes, I'm like, you... I'm sure you that will... anybody who does heroin, a majority of them smoke cigarettes. I, yeah. I, it, I don't know. Whatever. Well, it's all part and parcel of the same thing, though. It's 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 not like one thing leads to the other, but it, there's, there is a, a slight chance that there's a bigger thing that one thing's a part of that's not as bad that a bigger thing is part of and i listen i well. i agree with that but it's funny because it's like take take like a, the ultimate christian who only believes in god and doesn't believe in anything else yeah uh uh we're talking about all that, of my family that little sliver will never open and and not because of not because there's nothing there's nothing to conspiracies it's because no. I, I don't know. I'm just saying that that correlation is weird to me. Because but here, here's the thing about that analogy, and maybe this is getting off topic, but like, I'll find them. Uh, my family and and people who uh, were part of the church when I grew up, they're very. Let's take like anti-abortion. Like they're they're a hardline stance, even when it comes to instances of rape and incest. Right? Yeah. Like they're like no abortion, no abortion. They're hard against it. Even though there is nothing specifically in the text saying anything about it. But it's because you believe this text, there's now authority figures translating that for you and putting it into a modern context. Even though what you're supposed to, even even if your belief is like, this book is the truth. Um, there are other people being like, now let's put it into this modern context, which this book does not address in any way. Yeah. And in fact, in the book... In the Bible, it does talk about like abortion in the sense of if somebody aborts, the fine is loss of property and not like loss of life or murder. Like it's not taken as seriously as people take it today. But once you believe this thing, 
and there's an authority figure or perceived authority figure telling you how to interpret that into today's world, then you're going to go along with that authority figure based on faith, trust, and whatever. And I and I know that like when it comes to cons- conspiracy theories, a lot of that is based on a lack of trust, a lack of faith in uh, they say this is like this, but um, I have I I have a sneaky notion that it, that's not the truth. My, and, and in I a lot think, of ways, I'm not saying trust all authority figures. I'm not saying distrust all authority figures. I think figures. this is great bonus material. We oh, should move oh, on. Yeah, we should move uh, on. I well, think you are a one on the scale, which means you're more of a Wade. You're not, more a, of a Wade? You're not an absolute Wade, which is zero. Oh, okay. Uh, right? I mean, because... Why do you put yourself as a zero? Because it's, it's just the scale. Oh, but okay. it's also my personality to uh also WA is alphabetically before WI. I suppose. And so is RA over RO. Oh, there we go. Cuz we're Randolph Roberts, baby. Yeah. You allow your listeners to know your full names? How else are they going to Google us? Oh, yeah. I need my <laughs> IMDb star meter up there, baby. <laughs> Go to my IMDb page. Get my star meter up. Star meter me, man. You should probably IMDb all of us. It's just an interesting, uh, fun little path to go down and see what we've done. <laughs> Willie, what are we talking about? <laughs> How many of us uh, are most of your... Uh, this is another tangent. Most of my... Th- credits are channel 101 shows yeah me yeah, too yeah, yeah, for sure. i have more acting credits than matt damon no yeah <laughs> i look at like what elizabeth debecky do you know her no. she was in widows um for some reason she was like trending on imdb and i was like oh i know her what's she doing and because if somebody's on there and, and they're trending it's either a a bunch of men looking at her because they're men who or like, ah, lady. They want to fuck. Yeah. and uh, Or they're in some interesting project that nerds are going to love or hate. Mm. And so I looked and, she, you know, it was just like her birthday or something. And so people were looking at her page. And she'd been in like, whatever, 12 or to 20 projects. And I was like, I've been in more, but she's been in Oscar-nominated yeah. movies. <laughs> <laughs> I compare myself to. That's how I know I'm doing well. Is if I have more credits than Elizabeth Debicki. Yeah. Who is a fantastic actor. I mean, it's very superficial, but I take pride in it. I do too. Mm-hmm. A little, yeah. That to me, IMDb is my ultimate likes. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, right. Willie, hit us with the topic tonight on Real Life Sci-Fi. The Shiss Disc. Does this ancient Egyptian artifact just hold incense? Or could it be a piece of ancient technology that we have yet to understand? I'll tell you what, this disc is the shit. Do we? Do we? Can I do my joke now? Sure. I blew out my shist disc this morning. Um, you gotta go to the cut. Nah, fuck it. <laughs> the Cairo Cracker. Yeah. Oh, the Cairo Oh, Cairo. Yes. That's Cairo Cracker. Really See, movies. that's a good twit. That's a good tweet. Yeah. That that joke works on yeah. Twitter. Bigfoot threw his back. Bigfoot threw out his back. 
All right, let's talk about let's <laughs> let's talk about what's real. Real life. Do we have to describe the disc because it's very specific? It's kind of a yeah, we're gonna hard, have to hard yeah, description. Yeah. So it's interesting. The schist disc. When you look it up, there are no reputable articles about it at all. Everything is no. a UFO thing. There's no Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah, there's no Wikipedia. So the best I can do is just tell you what a schist is. Schist is a rock. It's metamorphic rock. Mm-hmm. That means when it gets to a certain temperature, it changes. Uh, it has to be 50% platy. Platy? P-L-A-T-Y? Platy. Platy? Probably platy because yeah. it's... Is that a... Is that... It's, it means crystal. It means like mica. Word. Like a mica kind of substance. Yeah. And then it's usually quartz or feldspar. Uh, I don't know, man. People think it could be an incense holder, like you said. It's a very weird incense holder. Well, it's um, like it's kind of like a plate, but there are three as if it's divided into three sections where part of it's folded over into kind of like this kind of folded leaf sort of Yeah, section. one guy online thinks it's a rope wrench the way that they would make rope back in the day is they would take three strands Mm of weaker rope Mm -hmm. and spin them around right yeah and then you would use this disc to like make that rope very tight Mm -hmm. and then you would continue spinning so that the thing that came out the other end would be like the final rope that's interesting that's that that that, that looks legit it looks legit the 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 counterpoint to that is why wouldn't you make it out of wood or something because from what I understand, oh, yeah, yeah. like quartz, feldspar, not necessarily like they would probably crumble. What's the other interesting thing? Because this is, I, I did very little research, but this is like, what, 3000 BC and the wheel in Egypt at the time wasn't around well, like 1500 this is years. From, this is from 4000 BC. Okay. And the first wheel that we have on record was about 3500 BC. BC from Mesopotamia and it was used as a a potter's wheel. Yeah. They didn't So you just put some clay on it, spin for... it around. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's it's cool that the first wheel wasn't for carriages or Yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool and kind of stupid. You've got this wheel and you're like, "Look how good it spins." And then it takes a while to be <laughs> like, "Oh, I we could, could put I this wish on I could stuff." get home in a quicker way. <laughs> yeah. Do you think anybody from back then stood on top of the wheel and had somebody spin it? Oh my. Yeah. I'm Pythagoras. <laughs> what? You have to stop. Pythagoras. <laughs> that was like if they didn't have a lot of ways to get high, they could have done that. I'm sure they were like way more into drugs than we were, right? They're just trying well, everything. Well, back then you could I mean you could try things and it could accidentally be a drug. So Yeah, or it could accidentally kill you too. Still happen. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder how could much they actually could accidentally be a food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything was an accident. Holy shit. I thought this was going to get me high. It's delicious. <laughs> Let's kill more of these chick ends. Let's get high and eat this. <laughs> Everything was an accident back in the day, right? <laughs> what a time to be alive! You could be yeah, a genius yeah. just by like stumbling sort of over. What something. a time to be I, uh, accidentally alive! I soaked this frog in water, and it didn't taste different. I put mine in fire. So, is there like a predominant sci-fi take on this? Well, uh, this thing is all around, uh, mostly because the people like Graham Hancock and stuff have. Uh, uh, you know, kind of put it into the spotlight. But here's this: What is Graham Hancock? Oh, he's he's. You might know him from like 
uh, ancient aliens, but he is a he is like a. Is he the big hair guy? No, no, he's the. Uh, oh, I don't know. I only know the big hair guy, so it doesn't matter. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> so, so this thing was basically just hidden in a museum. If you look this thing up, uh, the description in the museum says that it is, is probably an incense holder, and it's this like perfect wheel that. Uh, it, it, it looks mechanical, you know. I mean, I mean that that's that's the that's the 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 common. Yeah. So I conspiracy. think like if you haven't looked it up, the the only real kind of the way to get it into your head, it's like a propeller kind of. I yeah. mean, it's only it's a full circle with like, like those little, little propeller guns that you would have, where you'd like yeah. wind up yeah. the thing and shoot. Shoot the little disc that was a propeller that would right. go across the room. Yeah, it's like a propeller helicopter disc. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah, it's basically like blades with a with a in, encompassed by a circle. Right. This thing was taken out of a tomb in 1936. Uh, schist is a, 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 a fragile metamorphic rock, as Wade pointed out. Uh, so, so to 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 fur to further describe that, if you were to use a chisel. Because this thing's made out of stone, schist is a type of stone. Yeah, yeah. If if you if you were to use a chisel, it wouldn't really work because it's so fragile. Like picture chiseling mica, it would it could shatter and break yeah. very easily. Yeah. Um, if you were to file, if the if the, if you had a big chunk of this and you were to file this into the shape, that wouldn't work either. So I, I'm only bringing this up because if you if you look at how this what this thing looks like, making it. Seems impossible. So the making of it is an impressive feat in and of itself. But to use it as as a tool would probably not be a, a functional thing if it is so fragile. But maybe if it's ornamentational, like a, like a gift or some sort of status thing to mm-hmm. have. Honestly, when I looked at it, it looked like, um, like a sh- charcuterie plate or something like you put your hummus in the middle and you have your meats and okay all right there. yeah yeah but it's got its own little divided uh but it looks it looks decorative but it's not like decorative decorative it's right like baseline decorative impressive in a way but would it be functional as a tool or would it be i, I mean know. that's the thing like are people saying that it's What's the most outlandish thing that people are saying? Well, okay, I, 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 I'm glad you asked that because um, a lot of I I don't agree with this. So, like, maybe it's great that the Wow scale only goes to five because mm-hmm. ancient aliens. I even though I believe aliens were visiting us back then, I don't think that most of anything crazy like the construction of the pyramids. I think that had nothing to do with aliens. This weird device that I think is a mechanical device of some sort, maybe a technological tool that has been lost through history. I don't believe aliens had anything to do with this. Okay. Hmm. Um, and so I, I say that because, you know, the the word conspiracy and, and, and we're talking about Egypt, like ancient aliens comes in all the time. And I, I that show, I love the show, but it upsets me how many times they go like, Probably aliens because uh, humans couldn't have built this. Mm-hmm. Humans couldn't have done this, and well, so I think the most outlandish thing, and uh, is that it is a, it is a piece of machinery, um, 
which is, I mean, I, I believe in this too, but like a, a piece of machinery that, uh, like, like a, a cog in a, in a, not a clock, but some device that we don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah some sort like of a, like gear. Yeah. Fitting gear. Thing. Yeah. Um, can I backtrack a second yeah, yeah. and say, like, when I say conspiracy, when I've said conspiracy, I feel like that word comes with a lot of derogatory Me negativity. too, and that's the only reason why I, I don't, started I don't, to get defensive, because I'm like, yeah. ah, I'm not trying to be defensive, yeah, I'm just saying I, that, like, it I, I, covers I don't, a lot. I don't mean for that to be the case, it's just uh, the first word that pops into my mind. I mean, like, the if it can be denotative in, in this conversation, as opposed to connotative. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, no, I mean, this is, but also, I, I think like shows like Ancient Aliens and stuff like that. For, um, I feel like there's this sense of almost mockery that those shows even present with with the people that they bring on. You know, the people who do they're they're treated with this kind of like, uh, we're going to show you like the, um. We're going to show you like the 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 final statement without all the reasoning for getting there. Yeah, you know what I mean. My like, problem with that show is I feel like it's on par with Flat Earth theorists because um, they make it. They treat them dismissively be, be, in a bit because in there's a way. there's there's producers on the show. Yeah, and 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 you have these people that I think are making valid arguments about things and and points that people should pay attention to and then they're like yeah so it's probably aliens and i i think that that's what a, the producer needs to show yeah. to be shocking they're so distilling they it down to like they a make meme. it more yeah yeah it's, it's like a, a digestible sort of meme thing for them and it gets it gets them viewers it gets them hits because I, I think a flat earther to me is a 10 and i i, I don't i'm not i'm not there you're not a flat earther um, I mean, I think the term, it's weird because it's a nomenclature kind of thing. It's like conspiracy theory started by saying like, oh, I mean, I don't know where it started, but you could go to like Kennedy and be like, oh, it's a conspiracy. Like they killed yeah. Kennedy, like they're yeah. hiding shit from us. And then it sort of enveloped like all of like these mysteries that people have, like a have aliens visited like area 51 type stuff. Area 51 is this conspiracy because they're not telling us everything. They're conspiring against us. Mm -hmm. And then it just sort of like enveloped all of like these kind of sci-fi. E. And like, then it, yeah. And then it turned into a perspective that is like, are you conspiracy? There's no, and like, I'll tell you something that is, a, that was well, a conspiracy. But yeah. Theory. I mean, that's the thing. Like it, it became, it's sort of, they used it against the people who yeah. were, were talking about aliens to say like, Oh, they're just fucking conspiracy. And theorists. that's a, and, and that is a device that is used all the time. Cause picture this conspiracy theory. Uh, priests aren't, uh, fucking with little kids. Oh, that's yeah. a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, yeah, I mean that's not even a theory at this point. That's just straight up conspiracy. Yeah. Um yeah. so like I guess when we use the term conspiracy, like we just mean any any of these weird sci-fi things. Like I don't think we're taking a stance on uh stuff that hasn't been pro proven, but there is a theory. Right. And and there's a a sense of conspiring i guess well i guess this wouldn't be because i don't know if anybody's like we're conspiring to convince you that this thing is well I, uh, whatever my, it's just there's not a lot known about this thing my i guess the conspiracy theory version of this is this accidentally ended up in the museum and that they're 
and I I believe this that like they are specifically may, not sure, letting sure, us know sure about there's it. There's a, a misinterpretation going on, but the academic community uh, uh, is set. In their ways, and I, I know that you need to you need to go out of your way to bring up something new that they can believe in. Yeah. But it's gotten to the point where, um, if you bring up something new that people don't believe in, you could be ridiculed for it without them looking into it. That 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 that's that's what I believe. But what's the story with this thing? So it was found in a museum. They were saying it was an incense burning thing. Uh, why why did it suddenly become? Was it pulled from the museum? Like, why is it? Why are we talking about it now? Well, I, I, I think a couple of people just noticed it, and then like, and then just brought their take into it. You know, like, and I don't know Graham Hancock's stance, but he is a one of the guys that uh, brought this out, and it's just like, this thing is a is a wheel. This thing couldn't have been made this way, and and yeah. and this this is something else. Yeah, part and, part of it, a large part of it, must have been like the sort of painstaking effort it would have gotten to build this certain thing from this certain material. And they have, have incense holders that are similar, yeah. but definitely like, and not perfectly lame. round, right? Yeah. 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 See, that's the weirdest thing about it. It's like perfectly round, perfectly it does symmetrical, look, I guess. And that it, hole it does in the look, middle. If, if you guys, if you guys at home and, and, and women guys, universal guys, if you folks at home, uh, look up this disc. It does look like it could be out of like any sort of like bathroom fan, you know? Right. Yeah. Like it also looks like it, it could be a part of a, a, a tractor plow device. Or, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. like, dude, it looks like some. I, I've seen videos of people on YouTube trying to figure out what this is, and they put it in water and spin it, and it like shoots the water out good, and it rises. I don't know. It's a weird. Are you going to hmm. talk about the sound? Uh, I, you know what, I, whatever you're talking about, I didn't get to, so I don't, I don't, I mean, I didn't, there's like no good sources on this, but some people say when you spin it in the box that it's contained in, which I think, I think people maybe are spinning making, this old thing in the boxes. I in. think they're making can this I, up. Uh, can I open this glass up? It uh, makes like, geez. yeah, <laughs> it makes like a weird noise. Yeah. It goes. Oh, it's a it's a lithograph. Lithograph? Wait, what are the what are the old timey records called? That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those uh, Edison. What is it? The Edison reels. Um, <laughs> Were you doing in the summertime? I don't know. In the summertime, <laughs> when I found no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Roger uh, Summertime. Here, here's my little quick take on 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 where I think this thing fits. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I I believe the pyramids are way older than than uh, what we subscribe to. I think the people that we say built the pyramids f- just inhabited the pyramids because they were there. There's no hieroglyph for a pyramid. Um, um, there isn't. No. That, that is actually. I, I had no idea. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And 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 so so here's another example too. The Sphinx uh, was was made around. Let's just say the same time period. And there are parts where they were like fixing it. So mm. like, but the parts where they're fixing it are using a different uh, uh, technology. You could say different size bricks, different everything. And so because of all the weathering on the side, I'm like. If it was from this time period, why would you use a completely different uh, type of? For you to patch it 
and you just built it, you wouldn't use a different, uh, you know, the material. The, the, yeah, the material, the different mm-hmm. size bricks on the sides, yeah. whatever. And so, and so, I don't know. I mean, listen, I, no, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I fix my walls with different stuff than what they're made of, mostly yeah. because I'm not a in any way capable of fixing walls. Yeah, no, I, that that's a very good point. You know, a landlord isn't going to replace a wall; he's going to put a little fucking patch on it. Um, and we're talking about a big giant lion. Uh, so I, I, I that's a good point. Um, but I, I to, okay, so to me, um. I feel like uh, they didn't build that part of the Sphinx like they used to. I'll tell you <laughs> back that. in my day, back in my uh, day, that we would have done it right. Uh, Still there. done it right. They didn't even smooth it out. They put little bricks. Everyone's, you know, if we had a wheel, the this easy whole way thing out. could have been a lot quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we just turn that fan on its side? <laughs> Maybe it's just a fan. It's just cooling them down. Yeah, they they spin it. They put a little. They put a little you know, stick through there and spin it. If you spun it, it would be a good fan. Yeah. Um, this is a, a an idea. Per, uh, Brought up by uh, Professor Ivan Watkins, that uh, uh, ancient people uh, cut stone by harnessing the power of the sun. That's his idea. I I, I think that um, I think that so so going on with the pyramid thing. I think I think that they moved into the pyramids. I think the pyramids were built way older. I've talked about this a million times, but um, um, I think that this device may have been from that previous time. And so I, I bring that up because um, if and this is before before what history says is possible, but there's a lot of people out here talking about this stuff. Um, if it was from this other time and they harnessed a different technology, um, l- l- like if they harness the sun, wind, water, or sound technology, there's a chance that whatever t- technology they used, however they harnessed it, that those tools may not have survived that long you know like uh, mm. uh the the tools that they find from this time are like little you know uh, stone carving tools um but when you look at pyramids all over the world that are attributed to this time there's there's weird uh uh you know there's perfect cylinders drilled out of granite and 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 uh uh i don't know if you've seen these these weird h stones that have been out there um from puma Puma Punku, uh, these 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 things. This looks like a fucking factory built these giant stones because they have perfect cuts. Oh yeah, perfect right angle cuts on them, and it and and, and it looks like these things were meant to uh, uh, be, you know, somewhat sort sort of a, a factory, and that you know. Uh, they were going to put pharaoh signs everywhere, and so they made a bunch of H's. They were doing the P's later. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. The H's are the hardest because of that middle, the middle bridge. And so uh, I, I just want to bring up this, this other weird little thing, which is um, um, if, l- let's say that they, okay, like, like people have tried to uh, bore out granite uh, tubes using the, the way that uh, we currently think that they did it. Which is they had a tube, they put a like picture a, a piece of rope around a piece of wood, and you're trying to start a fire. Mm-hmm. Put mm-hmm. that around a cylinder, and that's how you drill into. And you have someone on top pushing on it, and that's how you drill into stone. Because um, when they found a bunch of you know like perfect cylinders drilled out of stone, like whoa, what the how the fuck they did this? Oh, they 
spun this uh, tube that they had and it went into it. Everybody and, always goes to the whole uh, uh, bow technology. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. And and you know they of of course we haven't figured it out even that simple thing and people have tried to do it and they're like it doesn't work like the way that we drill through stone now we use diamond diamond drill bits because the the diamond's stronger than than other stones and but you also have to throw a lot of water on on it to keep it to cool and that water also flushes out that dirt so you can keep going deeper and deeper a- anyways um um one idea that has been put forward that I subscribe to is that. Um, when you look at, because I, you know, I always talk about vibrational sound energy. Well, let's just take a tuning, a pitch tuning fork, uh, and the way that that thing shakes, uh, the 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 fork part of it vibrates the energy out sideways, but the pole part of it, if you could hit that fork, the pole part of it, uh, the 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 it comes out in such a way that you could drill into something using that sound energy, mm-hmm. and so so um um. I think that uh, uh, they. I, I want to read this little story because this is specifically about tuning forks, pitchfork, or you know. Tu- what is the but what does the tuning fork have to do with the disc? Are you saying that's how they made the disc? I I think that that is uh, that somehow whatever that device is has to do with the ancient vibrational technology that we can't figure out because we don't know that technology, and so. Even if we look at it and try to figure it out and spin it and put it in water, whatever, we can never figure it out because we don't know that technology. Like, like picture. Okay. Do you want to read your story? Oh yeah, yeah. (coughs) So, oh yeah, go on. Well, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll hear the story. (laughs) You've got questions. We've got T-shirts. It's real life sci-fi (laughs) T-shirts. Hey, I don't know if you know, but we... I mean, you should know if you listen, but we've got t-shirts. We've got them. You you need t-shirts, right? You know... I, I t-shirt, got- t-shirts, you can wear them to any... Listen, you throw a blazer on a t-shirt, you can wear it to a fancy dinner. If you had a suit on, you could have a t-shirt on underneath of your favorite thing just to prove to yourself that what you love is still on the inside. Right. And, 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 and even if you just put the blazer over it, people are going to be like, oh, this guy's hip. He doesn't care about wearing a tie. You know, a popular trend I've seen is for someone to wear a hooded sweatshirt with a t-shirt on underneath. Very popular trend. <laughs> <laughs> that trend's not going anywhere. That t-shirt Get could, in on it. could be from your favorite podcast or top eight podcast. Or, yeah, one of the podcasts that you listen to occasionally. After, after you listen after to, you your, listen to your main podcast. <laughs> Real Life Sci-Fi is the podcast we're talking about. Uh, now when you go to Tee Public and you search Real Life Sci-Fi, you'll find our shirts for, I guess, a year. That's not how it worked. Yeah, it they were really hard to find. You had to like go to Willie's Twitter, get the direct link, and then you could find them from there. It was broken. Well, they now, fixed it. Tpublic.com, right? Yeah. Just search Real Life Sci-Fi. Is there T-E-E. A, is there a specific way to search? Do you have to do... Do you have to do you have to put it in quotes? Do you have to have the dash between sci-fi? No, I I just put it no dash no spaces. Oh, just like a password. Fuck, I should look. I should check if they all work. <laughs> but that's how I did it. Yeah, just like a password. Okay, so go to tpublic.com, search for real life sci-fi, and you'll find our shirts. And they're done by artists who are friends of ours, and we get almost no money. 
<laughs> it's it's so little that I could make more selling you a shirt that I made in well whatever. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should abandon. It. Nah, we'd have to print them then. I know. My thing is like I don't. It's not about the money. I'd rather see. I'd rather run it. I want to run into our sh- one of our shirts one day on X. That's like a one in a million chance. There's no way. That's me, homie. What? Hey, that's me. Would you? So you would be the approaching one. <laughs> you would be a fan of the guy for being I'd be like, who a are, listener. Who are you? That's me. That's me on your shirt. <laughs> okay, so tpublic.com, T-E-E, and then public. I'm not going to spell it for you. Figure it out. Search Real Life Sci-Fi. You'll find our shirts. There's some good designs on there. Check them out. Yeah. And if you want to give us a design, you can make almost no money. Oh, do we do a, a sharing agreement with the artists? Yeah. Okay, yeah. If you want to draw us something, and and because uh, we've had people submit drawings, and I'm like, we should just put this on a t-shirt. Yeah, and so the people that have made shirts for us, they make their own money. I don't think we make any money off of theirs. Uh, the the artists? Yeah, maybe we do a little bit, but not Oh, not but that a, means we make notice. like no money at all. I know. Okay, well, maybe not that deal, but if you want a t-shirt with a self-drawn logo on it, we can make that happen. Yeah. Draw yourself and write real-life sci-fi on it. (laughs) (laughs) Now this commercial is like five minutes. Welcome back to Real Life Sci-Fi. We're talking to our friend David Johnson about uh, this... Uh, fuck, what's it called? Shit? The schist disc. Schist and, disc. And vibrational technology that may have made it. And uh, thank you for taking the break. I did go to the bathroom. And just so you know, I noticed Wade has a bidet, which I used not because of number two, but I was doing number one, and I liked a sword fight with my stream. <laughs> you must have gotten water everywhere. You Ghostbusters' toilet? I, yeah. <laughs> I ghostbusted the shit out of that toilet. <laughs> so many Pete. people mentioned that bidet. I thought more people had bidets than I'm realizing have them. I, I would think, say everybody go get one. They're amazing. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they like uh, everyone who has one swears by That's them. That's great. But yours is called... Favanus. Favanus. Yeah. <laughs> what? Favanus. I don't know why. I mean, it's Japanese. I don't know if they did it on purpose. I thought it was called Fivanus. Fivanus. Drew has one and it says like butt in it or something like that. Like, I I don't know if they're making fun Uh, of us or what. But uh, yeah. So anyway, what's this? That's when they try to, when when it's made in another language, they try to like tell you what it's for. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what F-I-V. It's Fivanus. Yeah. It's it's Fivanus. Yeah. It's for anus. Yeah. So um, you're reading us a story. Give us a little context here. So, uh, it well, you know what's really funny is I don't remember the context for this article. For it's not an article. What it's about a, this, for the this episode? Is an email. Oh, oh, for the for the episode, um, I'm talking about ancient uh, vibrational technology, and if 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 there was anything around for you to be like, oh, this is what this was for, we wouldn't know it because we don't understand the technology. It's not electricity. You know, even though they they'd had the Baghdad battery, they understood uh, batteries and 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 allegedly whatnot. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, this thing is specifically about the Baghdad battery is not an accident, but they but they claim that the the, the official story is that they use this energy to um, 
gold plate things and 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 everyone and, and people in disagreement with that is like oh they if they understood this then the energy that they used it for was bigger than just plating things with gold okay um so uh but, but this technology that i'm talking about I, I like i said i think this comes from the people that built the pyramids not the people that lived in them and the current history says that the people that lived yeah in them, yeah yeah so so here here's a, here's an email that I, I just think this is fascinating and I, I think it describes itself in it. Uh, this is about ancient Egyptian artifacts. Hi Jerry, <laughs> this is from ninety seven. Having just this assessed to Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> Kilonet for the first time, I was struck by the ancient Egyptian hieroglyph adjacent to your email address. Indeed, this prompts me to ask if you know about the tuning forks, in quotes, which were discovered by Egyptologists who, presumably because they were unable to subscribe a utility to these items, deemed them to be anomalous. Some years ago, an American friend picked the lock of a door leading to an Egyptian museum storeroom measuring approximately 8 feet by 10 feet. Inside, she found hundreds of what she described as tuning forks. These ranged in size from approximately 8 inches to approximately 8 or 9 feet overall in length, which resembled catapults, but with a taut wire stretched between the tines of the fork. She insists, in, incidentally, that these were definitely not non-ferrous, but steel. These objects resembled a letter U with a handle, a bit like, like a pitchfork, and when the wire was plucked, they vibrated for a prolonged period. It occurs to me to wonder if these devices might have had hardened tool bits attached to them at the bottom of their handles, if they might have been used for cutting or engraving stone once they have been set vibrating. And so, so that would be almost like factory work, like an assembly line, because since there were two of them plucked in the middle by the strings, both of them would vibrate, and you could have two things being drilled into, or one thing yeah, drilled uh -huh. into two separate time uh -huh. places. I will say with that email, um, my only one concern is that someone who picked the lock at a museum and went into and discovered these things. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my only concern. This is one of, like this is one of those crazy stories. But okay, so so I I bring that up because. <laughs> They, it's it, just the but there is a there is a, a, a hieroglyphic uh, depiction of of such a device. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like whether it be Egypt or Mesopotamia, there there are hieroglyphs. Of, like I said, there's no hieroglyph of the pyramid, but yeah. there are hieroglyphs of what looks like tuning forks, and and uh, specifically, there's this drawing of uh, there. Uh, of what they call the drill device, right? Yeah. And and this is for the U. I don't know how to find this, but the U twenty four rock drill. There's a there's a depiction of this thing, and then so so, you know, some people has, have asked, well, what if this wasn't a a, a a rock drill? If this was maybe a tuning fork drill? Yeah. And then, whatever. I don't need to go down too many things. I'm just saying that, like, if they were using tuning forks to use vibrational sound energy we would have no idea how to find it what it was and so somebody has brought up that like what if because there's all these ancient stories of people that have uh and even in the hieroglyphs there's this there's this wool's scepter and and people holding the scepter it looks like a tuning fork and you have you have stories of like uh who's the water uh the water god with his uh you know 
three pronged Aquaman, uh, Jerry, uh, Aquaman, and Jerry, Jerry. But like, like, what if these things? It's uh, Poseidon, were, right? Yeah, Poseidon. Thank you. What if there were the these devices that they had that we have associated with myths, or we we didn't know what they were, and and they could have been tools. To to cut through stone or whatever. And, See, and, this is why people are afraid of rock and roll music yeah. because it fucking shreds, dude. <laughs> you can you go to a concert, you wind up in pieces. Dude, but, if you got but, one diamond, you can cut through the bedrock of the earth. Relating this honestly to rock and roll, go to like Bruce Springsteen, right? Like working class man, probably uh-huh. a union guy, right? Yeah, definitely. Like, definitely. This is like the hieroglyphs depicting the person with this ultimate technology they must have been like like a worker like the highest form of of being like a ruler is being like a freemason or something do you think this all goes do you think freemasons go all the way back to i think egypt where they're just like this is the thing that built society like literally built society i i do think that they were the gods like Like, let's let's say that they knew what this tool was I don't think that was meandering about rock and roll up into working class, the working class guy, the union guy, the Freemason, (laughs) the builder. The builder is the god of our times. Let's not forget about Elvis with his shaky, shaky (laughs) hips. Yeah. He was driving people crazy with his new wave sound. (laughs) That vibrational energy made ladies pee their pants. You know what? Vibrations is what we all is. We're just, Guys. I'm, yeah, we, we're just made of sound, dude. The Amazing. universe is made of sound. Have you ever heard of the the story that... Uh, I heard this one story from this cop that was like at a Beatles concert, and he was... Were you? Did you have an iPhone cookie? <laughs> did he pull you over? Did he you, pull you over? You were doing like, your bit. Yeah. You were doing like, Randy's hey, bit. Hey, you're, you're pretty old. What was your best gig? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but ta- this cop was talking about the rivers of pee that they had to step over during Beatles concerts. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh. Uh, Mr. Policeman, that wasn't pee. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I were, hate to break it to you, buddy. There were males there, too. All this foamy, yeasty pee I had to step over. <laughs> All this coagulated Bread like yeasty pee. My wife assures me it was urine. <laughs> <She's a sun laughs> <crap. laughs> yeah, he's southern for some reason. <laughs> My wife told me the Beatles. Um, I have no doubt that there that this could be a thing, vibrational technology, because <clears throat> I mean, even if they're not using the thing that going back to the disc, the disc is before the wheel. There probably weren't. Uh, if it was used as a wheel, that's all well and good. But the the I think the biggest mystery about it is how it was made in such a pristine fashion with such a delicate material. Yeah. But given that, if it was just an ornate thing, amazing as it is, um, yeah, you still that would have mean, to wonder like how mean, they made it. That would mean that there right. probably wasn't like wheel type gear type technology to. Uh, power a bit that couldn't make it anyway so like vibrational technology seems like a legit thing because i mean on a very 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 small scale if you use a tuning fork you can always feel it kind of like vibrating in a way but they always say like if if you uh they always say like physically like one of one of the 
physics wise, I remember the the case where in in physics class the case uh, the yeah. le- the lesson in physics class about stiletto heels being like so dangerous because all of your pre- all of your um, mass is being put onto that tiny little yes yeah. uh, it's actually like a hundred times stronger yeah it's it's it can press through almost any like anything except for concrete and wood <laughs> because you can because you can walk on that but like. If you were to have like a massive or, or a larger tuning fork or something that could be pressed upon, but it's still vibrating, that's going to be a lot of pressure with something that's basically functioning like a modern day drill bit. Yeah. So this, so it's interesting. You're sort of like buying into this. I'm buying into the technology of the of vibration using using vibration to. Um, my only thing with that is like, why, why don't we, so I, I might've missed something. You have to have for all intents and purposes, a diamond drill bit on top of this thing. And then the vibrations are the, the diamond is what's cutting into stuff. No, uh, the way that we cut through stone today Today. is to use a diamond and then you have to pull. So, but they're just using sound waves. Yeah. But it's the theory. I will say with vibrational technology, it does not sound as convenient as using a diamond drill bit today. You know, yeah. I mean? So that's my th- that's what like, I'm wondering. Because like, of other things, we can do the because of other techno- technological advances, we can do the same sort of craftsmanship. Um, unless you ask my father, in which case he'd be like, not like he used to be. Mm-hmm. But to do similar things in a uh, much easier um, without having to. Fine tune, if yeah. you will, yeah. a uh, tuning fork. Yeah, I. But I think as far as like a simple tool, a simple technology, like something to get the job done, I think that sounds. It just seems like if that were true, if you could do that, you would still learn about that. Like you would still like make that in school at the science fair or whatever. You would still like, hey, look, hey, I made a little tuning fork and it's going to cut through this paper. Like you've never seen that. Well, well uh, somebody uh, could out there, our young listeners. Yeah, you maybe could. some yeah. little science fair kid could. Yeah. Uh, I hope to God no grade schoolers are listening to this show. <laughs> but uh, if you are, you can't tweet at us or hit us up on Facebook. Or but don't eat. you think even if you did the tuning fork thing, put it over like the thinnest sheet of paper, it would just blast through it. It wouldn't be precise. Right. Well, uh, uh, the thing is, is anybody who talks about specific uh, uh, cutting through different stones and stuff, the way that it works. Okay, like picture, picture uh, somebody singing and uh, to break a wine glass. Right. Mm-hmm. The reason why that works is because they hit the frequency that vibrates the glass enough to break, which is the frequency of the glass. Mm-hmm. And so, in order to cut through stone, you have to match the frequency of the stone. But which even is like, so, yum. that glass explodes like it doesn't you don't cut a line through it yeah yeah you guys ever worry that someone's gonna hit the frequency that can the brown stop stop a man's heart stop a woman's Uh, heart like like, uh, no i welcome that moment can can you imagine uh, (laughs) can you imagine the sort of the best ever where the whole audience dies yeah yeah nobody knows what it's about we know this opera is good, but no one's ever been able to tell it's us. It's not going to kill me. I'm going anyways. It's not going to kill me. I want to see it. 
Well, how does the singer survive? Well, that would be the best. <laughs> Earplugs, baby. Oh, so it goes in through your ears. <laughs> it stops your heart through your ears. Yeah. Okay. It vibrates. <laughs> so everyone, it's a very easy defense. Everyone that's, that's seen this has died, but I'm not going to die. <laughs> well, you can't hear it. You can't hear it. You can't hear it if you have earplugs in. Right, and you want to So you can't describe it. what it is. You could just describe the horror of being surrounded by a bunch of <laughs> yeasty pee. Oh, it's great. This uh, this large person, because that, those are all the opera singers, right? <laughs> this large person sang, and everyone around me died. Mm. That's like a good X-Man. <laughs> he, uh, he can stop people's yeah. hearts, but he has to say like a derogatory slur. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone kind of hates him like man that guy he's great but he's kind of a homophobe no i have to say that it's the only way i can hit the note i don't know <laughs> seem like a homophobe to me i didn't i don't literally mean it i just want the bad guy to die and that's the way that i hit the frequency yeah yeah sure you're problematic i'll bet you could do better problematic that's the name of the hero Problemantic? Problemantic. Yeah. There, there we go. go. All right, what else? Um, so so what's the so what's the um so what's the mystery surrounding this? It's it's just like did this vibrational technology help make this disc that we don't know what this disc is about? I think everyone is just sort of going like look at this thing. Yeah. Where the fuck did it come from? What was yeah. it used for? It doesn't really match. Especially because, like... Appreciate the mystery. Even the if it was part. ornamental, why would you go to such an effort to make it so precise? If it were an or, and, uh, and ornamental, and you, at the time you wouldn't they, do that. At the time, they could make things out of gold, too. So if you're going to spend the time making something out of... Like, why wouldn't you use a better material? But was, right. was gold... Um, seen as a valuable commodity back then. Oh, I don't know when gold always, was considered it, valuable. It, as far as I know, it has always been valuable yeah. because of its sh- the shininess of it. You know, like picture. A- well, but I think I think like there's there's two different kinds of valuable. There's oh, this is pretty and I like it. And now these days, it's like oh, we only have a limited amount of this, and yeah. that's why it's valuable. Or I think like, back then they were just like, this looks fucking dope. I'm gonna use it in everything. Yeah. Uh, Bans- Banksy, Bansky, I almost said Banksy. <laughs> I'm gonna mispronounce it. Uh, Banksy uh, spends about like what 15 bucks on spray paint and cardboard and and uh, exactos, um, right? And his stuff, like honestly, it's spray paint on the side of a building. Yeah, and it's considered very valuable because of. Um, uh, because of a certain amount of factors that have nothing to do with the shininess of it or the rarity of the, the material with which it was made. And maybe maybe that's the case with this disc. Like, maybe it's like a simple... Or like, remember uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade and the the Holy Grail being like the simplest form was... Yeah, the, yeah. It the was simplest, the most modest one. one. Yeah. Poorly. Like maybe maybe the the craftsmanship maybe the craftsmanship and of of this particular disc was the thing that made it valuable, or maybe it was made by like the the 
the child of the person who was <laughs> in charge of uh, everything, yeah, yeah. you know? Uh, well, I've got a slow child, but he did make this one thing, and I would keep it in the mantle. Uh, My uh, parents still have this have thing I made slow. in junior yeah. high. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they I, keep pennies in it. I am wondering, like, how malleable schist is, because it's crazy. It's like bent. Uh, I'm just looking at pictures of it. Oh, it looks almost like a petal, like like floral well, it's, petals. It's weird because you can't bend you can't bend it. So that part that looks like it's bent that was just carved. So that was just it was carved, carved like, yeah. in a bendy way. Like the way when I look at a marble statue and it looks like hair and I go, "That's hair." <laughs> and they're like, "No, that's marble. They're talented artists." Yeah. They used a comb to make that hair. They used the I mean, it's crazy comb. though. It's fucking crazy, and it's and it's. It looks very and, modern. You know, the weird thing too. Honestly, is that it looks only, very there's modern. There's only one. But I also wanted to say it's definitely not a, a a like circle. It's it's like you know bent in at some points and stuff like that. It's not a perfect circle. Well, here's it the looks weird like thing a about biohazard that too. sign. From what I understand, they broke the real one, and that's a recreation. Oh, really? Made out of made out of metal. Hmm. What? Really? Just that, that's, just that's like one us. thing that I read, and I couldn't find anything else the, uh, about that. But like, oh, they remade this. That's why there's that wood thing in the middle because it didn't have the wood thing. Well, that's just a stand, yeah, as yeah. far as I can tell. Mm. And I was like, oh, they remade it out of stone be- or out of metal because they broke it. Where is this kept? The where's the museum? Oh, I don't remember. Um, let me see. It, it's so funny that I mean, it, 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 it's funny to me that it doesn't have an, a, a Wikipedia. That doesn't necessarily mean anything either way. It's just funny to me because it's like you, you, it's you, pretty. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a Wikipedia for this stupid thing next to it. Well, yeah. it's weird that yeah, there's no Wiki. I don't understand why there's not a Wikipedia entry for it. The because uh, there's articles about. I it. I think that's the real. If we're going to go to conspiracy, I think that's real conspiracy. Too, why I isn't there a Wikipedia page bullshit. on this stuff? Um, I will say, looking it's at the, the looking Museum. at the pictures of it, like I have the same sort of what the hell is this thing, as with looking at. Did you? Like I remember, like I used to spend certain weekends with my grandparents, and they would have certain, a schist disc. A schist disc, no, but like certain things that had no purpose for modern day, like they used to have a purpose. Yeah, back yeah. back in the day, they would still have that stuff like like a I don't notary know. stamp. Yeah, <laughs> or like some sort of weird thing that would have to do with um, keeping someone's phone number somewhere. Yeah, uh, or like some something that had to do with lighting your cigarette. That uh, or oh, picture all the weird ashtray things that still still exist. Like like uh, yeah, yeah strange looking things that I have no idea what they were used for. And some of them were tools and, um, and like they had a purpose Oh, this or they were part of like your, a game or they were long part of, cigarette holder. Yeah. 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 Just like this superfluous shit that people have. That's kind of part of like status or part of like, um, just like your day to day stuff that doesn't exist anymore. Like what, Today, like when you see videos of whatever millennials trying to operate a rotary phone or something, you know, <laughs> like 
it's the exact same thing. Like people have no idea how any of this works, how, Why like what's the specific yeah, function yeah. of this thing. Right. That's the sort of sense I get looking at this thing. I mean, it's very well uh, crafted, but at the same time, I'm like, it could literally be anything. Picture, picture those things. And that, it's probably mundane. People in my carve mind. out of a piece of wood that yeah. is like a toy that like, oh, I carved this ball that, uh, and there's a, there's a tiny ball inside of it and it won't fall out of it. You know, like weird yeah. wood puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's like something that used to be important for something that's mundane. <laughs> you yeah. know, it, that's, that's just how it looks. It could, like, like it also looks like a fan blade sort of, you know? Yeah. It could be, it could be anything. It could be very important. It could be. Willie, you should get a bunch of these. You should get four of these made and put them on your car. You'd fly away, man. <laughs> they, it looks like a drone. That's what it looks like. It looks like drone blades. Yeah, it does. It also looks like spinners for your rims. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, the more I look at it, the more I sort of think it's probably an ornamental kind of thing. But, like, let's say let's say that it's spun and you put it on something. That's cool, too. You know, like uh, all these little devices that you have, like the, the balls that, like, you knock into each other. <laughs> On the desk, uh-huh. like a... yeah. If it was like a, Guys, a little a fidget, maybe I, it's a fidget. Yeah, it's yeah. the first fidget. Spinner. Can I pitch you a thousand dollar idea? Yeah, butt plugs with these little spinner things on it. Yeah, that you blow so you blow you fart, into. Oh yeah, you oh or blow out of. I'm I'm thinking about what people do with their loved ones. <laughs> you blow into it, and it makes a yeah sound, and you call them rim spinners. They are literal. I would call that a bum runner. A bum runner? Yeah. Looks like we have competing products, my friend. Rim spinner versus bum runner. Uh, Let us know which one wins in the comments <laughs> at iTunes if you can find it. No, they should just hashtag your personal accounts. Hashtag my personal account. Rim spinner or what was yours? Bum runner. Bum runner. Bum runner, I think, is the winner. Mine is going to be Rimmers. Rimmers. Oh, <laughs> simple. Uh, <laughs> misleading, but. Yeah. So, what do you guys think? Should we do kind of like <clears throat> final thoughts on that? I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, the more I look at it, the more I think like some bored guy just kind of like made this. The most impressive part is the middle part where there's like a shaft could go through it or something. Yeah. Maybe it was a masturbatory. Maybe you would put it on your dick and just spin it. Yeah. And it was it's why it's called a blowjob. Oh. Yeah, it was like the air would kind of hit the head of your dick. Then. Yeah, maybe it was there to uh dry off your pubes after a shower. <laughs> First you got to get an erection. <laughs> That's not hard. What are you doing? The shower gave you the erection. Jerry, what are you doing? You're not hard. (laughs) Should we write to Jerry right now? Is Jerry still online? Are you still accepting emails, Jerry? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. uh, Yeah. It looks it looks handmade to me now that I'm like taking a closer look at it. But uh, like I said, I think that that's the recreation. I, I don't think that's made out of stone. No, this there's pictures of the stone one. There's yeah. a bunch of different. I mean, this one is definitely a recreation. Like, but there's like there's like these where it's under glass and stuff like that, and you can see all the chips in it and the disformities. Word. Tight. 
Yeah, it's tight as fuck, dude. Yeah, man. That's so tight, I want to put my dick in oh, it and dry a, off my pubes. It's just a single-person Frisbee. It just goes up. instead of, And when you throw it, instead of throwing it going to your friend, it just goes straight up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a Frisbee that you pass to yourself. <laughs> you just... Yeah, I mean, look at this view of it. It's like completely like pottery class, like out of. But but that angle that you see in that is what you see in 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 propeller blades. You know, they're not straight. Just saying. (laughs) Propeller. That's the like how they're like angled. Well, but it's not perfectly convex either. No, I know, I know. I'm I'm not looking at it good either. You guys think it's like a centaur's contact? What if that was that uh, humans were so much bigger back then? That it's actually uh, you mean like Abraham Lincoln size, yeah. like Appalachian giant. You know what? Actually, we never talked about how the big Nimmer it guy? is. Like, how big is it? Uh, I saw a letter next to it, so it it seems like it's like the steering wheel size. Okay, like a like a charcuterie plate where you can put hummus in the middle. <laughs> I think I was right the whole time. <laughs> okay, so you're going with charcuterie plate. I'm going with... Uh, I'll do the dick drying your pubes thing off. <laughs> Willie, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say it was part of a device that... Uh, 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 when you spun it, it like helped focus the... I think that you, that there's something else missing from it, and it helped focus the vibrational energy. That's what I think. Like mm-hmm. I think it was for drilling stone, maybe, but not not that not not the device itself, but the spinning helped to dr- the drilling. Do you think it was man-made or passed down from other entities? Oh, definitely man-made. I don't. Man-made. I don't. I don't think aliens came and be like, "Hey, you guys need help. Here's yeah. how you build a pyramid. Also, don't make nukes." Yeah. Honestly, if aliens came down to offer us help, they did a fuck all job. Oh yeah, <laughs> we we did not learn from that. Unless they totally took advantage of us. Yeah, and and we're being manipulated. We're a we're a project. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I, I kind of yeah. I if they that. helped, I think they helped just fine. Like they helped the they helped the people they wanted to help. Yeah, like they're probably evil, and they're probably like, let's fuck this place up. Yeah. Like, what if they're just, uh, who are those guys on True TV? Impractical Jokers? What if, what <laughs> if they're just impractical goombas. jokers? Is that, is that a racist term? <laughs> I feel like everything is. Please these edit days. that out if that was a racist. If you were the a smartest. Bunch of Baba <laughs> if you were the smartest race in the universe, wouldn't you go up and be like, hey, you guys need this, and then take off and watch them? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think probably the aliens are impractical jokers. Yeah. There was this, um, I forget where I had heard it, but just the theory that the the reason why things repeat so often for the better or for worse um, is because people forget the worse eventually. Like Pearl Harbor means nothing to us right yeah. now. Or in however many years, 9-11 will mean nothing to whoever because well, there's so much I distance. think now right do we it, care about much, um, both of those it's events getting there. though you're bringing but, up work. but I mean like oh god <laughs> but I mean also on top of that like um, what led up to the to 
to concentration camps, to the Holocaust, yeah. like like the sort of the small steps it took yeah. for this grand scheme mean are forgotten yeah. to so many people, particularly people who didn't who who went to fight against it, but did not experience it yeah. as a people. Uh-huh. And so those tiny little things can start to happen again because people just it's it's so far gone we're, out of we're people's already minds. there we are i'm but what's my ultimate point where did you yeah where did you start with this i kind of lost track i i feel like it, it's such a repetitive thing we're kind of like in a perpetual state of experimenting with who we are um as a people even if there's no intervention, if, even if there's no divine thing kind of watching and experimenting with us, if we're the ones in this human experiment alone, we keep repeating the thing and, and nothing's like... So you're saying much like the schist disc, time is a flat circle. With little petals. With little... To hold your charcuterie. Uh, <laughs> do, we, do we play the game in the, in the regular thing or in the... Bone? No, let's play it now. Okay. Here we go. Uh, hey, Davey, it's time to play uh, What Do I Willy Believe? Does <laughs> every game have a pun on your no, name? No, they've it's only been this one. I know. I I we've got game. more. What do we I wrote willy down a believe? Bunch. I know. I, I just haven't. All right, we'll talk about wait it. Wait a minute. What is it called? Wade, Wade, do tell me. Oh, dude, wait a minute <laughs> is, a great, is a great name. Wait a minute. How you about- have to impersonate Wade for one minute. How about go away where we just end the episode and the game is that we stop. Can I tell you, can I put this out there to all your listeners right to NPR? I would love to be the next host of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. My ultimate goal in the entertainment business is to be a game show host on NPR. I would love that. And Is you can tell thing? I've got That's... the personality as I sit here listening to people going, yeah, mm, sure. Uh, I think do that's your right. best, Ira Glass. Yeah. Here, Willie, tell him, tell him the, the game, tell him the introduction to the game, and then have him do it in his Ira Glass. Uh, Irish Glass. Okay, now, now it's time to play what I really believe, where I will list off three things that are crazy, and Willie believes in two of them, one of them is false. Which one is false? Something like that. That's coming up next. After this break, from NPR, you're listening to This American Life. No, real life (laughs) sci-fi. Oh, real life sci-fi. Act two. Wade Randolph confronts Willie in an act that could only be surmised then. Brother against brother. Your support is needed. Are you going to do the... Ira, do the intro, the thing he just said. What Willie wants. What is it? What do I Willie believe? That's what do I Willie believe. Coming up next. <laughs> All right. All right, let's play what... <laughs> let's play the fucking game. I don't game. know. <laughs> okay, what Listen, the, guys, I wasn't no fucking nerd, okay? Yeah. No, you just had to repeat what he was saying. Oh. Okay. You did a very good Ira Glass impression. Oh, sure. I was all the way across the room, so I could only hear one-tenth of it. <laughs> With the volume turned up all the way and the bass down and the treble up. That's honestly uh, not my forte. If I could tell you my forte, it's it's doing one of those, like, um, 
like Ted Radio Hour type of voices where people are like, and the thing is, it wasn't quite when they expected. We're going to find out more. As we dive I into hate this. Real life sci-fi. I hate it. They do that. Uh, uh, God, do they? Jesus. Kind of. You're listening to Shit Town. <laughs> okay. Can we play the game? Uh, two of these are real. One of them is false. Shit Town on NPR. Pick BRI. Public Radio International they call presents Shit Town. <laughs> one of these is false. Which one is false? Pyramids. And this is what I believe. Pyramids are a part of an ancient technology that we cannot understand. That they actually are... The pyramids are the technology. They are the the, the device of technology. Okay. If the automobile is the thing, the engine is what pyramids are. Yeah. Uh, number two. People understand engines. <laughs> no, nah, man. Gonna... I don't know what the fuck is going on in there. You can you can YouTube an engine uh, right now. Who has the time? <laughs> Pyramids uh, actually work like a stargate, and we need to figure out how they work. You watch Stargate? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Jason Momoa was on some seasons. Not what? into that no, guy. I mean the movie. Oh, I'm not okay. into that guy, man. Did you watch the movie? Oh, I love the movie. Yeah, Can we yeah, talk about I, Jason Momoa, though? Not into him. You don't like Jason Momoa? Nah. I am, sorry, not to interrupt. I am obsessed with Jason Momoa. Okay, let's talk about it no, on the bonus. No, no, no okay. I do want to yeah, get yeah, into no. that with Guys, you. listen save to the save. bonus episode. I'm saving my fandom for Jason Momoa. Look, this is going to be great. Oh, <laughs> I love him. And okay. then uh, number three. Vibrational sound energy <laughs> is how they built the pyramids. I like how you say vibrational. So I have to guess which one you don't believe. Yeah. I'm going to guess guess the second one. Right. I Stargate. also guess the second one. Stargate technology. All right. Uh, yeah, you guys are both right. This is Woo! the first time anyone has gotten it right. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so congrats to us. I think you gave some clues because you were talking about how you didn't think yeah. aliens gave the... Yeah, uh, you gave a lot of clues. Yeah, yeah I know. I... I, I the, I just wanted all three to be about pyramids. Yeah. Davy Johnson, what's the name of the movie again? It's called The Art of Self-Defense. It's directed by Riley Stearns and directs, uh, who, who directs uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Imogen Poots, and um, and Josh Fadum and myself in small roles. I Thanks think for Josh being Fadum here, man. probably has a bigger role. Thanks well, for having me, he was me, in man. fucking Twin Peaks. So. Yeah. He's amazing. Guys, uh, do you, you want to shout out your Twitter or any other plugs you want to give? I've <laughs> go to Doctor Davy on any of the platforms. I've I'm only spell on it Instagram. out, Doctor D R D A V E Y. All right. Um, I haven't been on Twitter for so long. I think I <laughs> I had to go on there and erase all my actual thoughts on the current state of politics. Oh no, because um, I felt like I was getting into too many fights. I know. Yeah. Um, Facebook is just me arguing with my family. If you guys uh -huh. want to follow that, <laughs> go ahead. Instagram has a lot of lovely photos of my cat and places I've been to, which are all in California, and my my lovely my. My lovely partner. Um, and that's it. All right, Willie, anything? Uh, 
let's get let's get Willy Bad Movies uh, subscribers up. We'll go to Willy Bad Movies on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, let's get those hits. Yeah, there are a lot of great Willy Bad movies. What's, what's, what's your what's your follows? What's your favorite Willy Bad movie? Uh, it's funny. It's it's definitely one of the early ones. It was a uh, 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 cleaning time. It's basically like you know, as a play on. Uh, uh, Closing time? Uh, yeah, it's a there's a play on uh, uh, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. It's but it's a you know this slow janitor knew the math to get to figure out time travel. Can I pitch one to you right now? And you make the posters. Yeah. Cat scratch beaver. <laughs> a cat scratches you. You turn into a, an animal beaver. <laughs> right. I'll make it. It's great. There we go. All right. I'm going to just say go on Netflix, subscribe to 12 Forever, or put it on your list, or however that works. Uh, you can hear me do a bunch of voices. Is it out now? No, it's coming out. Yeah. I think we're like a month away from that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Remember, go to patreon.com slash real life sci fi. Join up. You can get the no sci-fi. You can get the more sci-fi, which we're about to break into now. Davey, thanks again yeah. for being here. And remember, everybody, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. Goodbye. Goodbye.